0: Welcome to episode number 59 and my special guest, Jackie South from the Fort Worth, Texas Market. Jackie, welcome. Thank you. Hey, and we've got to get the shoe cam. <laughs> yeah, check out the shoes. You know, when I did interview <laughs> MJ Franklin, I wish we'd have got the shoe shot because she had some amazing shoes like you do. <laughs> do, you, do you have like a whole repertoire of shoes and-
1: I do, yes. I always have to have my creativity in my outfit. It's it's a little bit of my personality in my feet.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, when I was selling, and I, I was in the Southern California market, one of the uh, uh, realtors I worked with, she branded herself as the Hat Lady. Oh, she had a different hat every day. That's smart. So she could be the shoe, the shoe realtor. Yeah, there
1: you yeah. go.
0: So, um, welcome. Glad you're here. You've Thank been you. in real estate for eighteen months. I have, and it's been the easiest eighteen months of your <laughs> life, right? It has. Yeah, it has. T- tell me about uh, <laughs> the reality. How how um, how hard has it been?
1: The reality is every day is something different mm-hmm. and there's always a challenge. Right. So it's, there's never a dull moment. Right. And I've realized in you know, other industries, you can learn your role and know it and never stray from it. You learn something new every day in yeah. this. So it, it keeps me on my toes. Yeah. And it's, it's refreshing, it's humbling, um, but it's exciting.
0: And in a sense, we have micro markets know almost every 90 days there's a little twist in the type of market you're in so you're having to not only yes. adjust market conditions but also the the knowledge and learning absolutely so was it overwhelming at first
1: um you know I was blessed I came into the mentorship program okay, so good. coming in it was it was overwhelming in a sense of you know it Information overload, and where do I go? How do I start? What do I do? Am I doing things right? right? You know, but I was blessed, and one of the smartest decisions was to come to JPAR and to get into that mentorship program because right. I ultimately think that it altered the path that could have otherwise been a completely different outcome. Um, having that that structure and that support, mm-hmm. and, and basically a, a second family, right. really helped. You know. It, mold me it it gave me the resources and that support that i needed to ultimately hit the ground running right and that's what i did
0: i call it the the mindset the models and the marketing okay so you've got the mindset the models and the marketing structure through that mentorship program that help you know help keep you from you know going off uh, going off track yes was there a time during the last 18 months that you just wanted to throw in the towel and Go back to whatever we were doing before.
1: There wasn't a time where I wanted to throw in the towel. There was a time where I felt like the towel was being thrown in for me.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, as you know, I faced some obstacles. Mm -hmm. Um, About four months in, I fell and broke my back. Right. Well, as you know, what we do today ultimately affects us. You know, 90 days from now. So if I'm not staying current and staying on top of things, it's, it's very easy to be on top one day right. and crash the next. It's, it's ultimately up to me to hold right. myself accountable and to push forward. Um, so there was a very dark time following that tragedy where right. I felt like I'm never gonna come back from this. Right. And I panicked. And it, you know, it's funny you ask that because what happened and MJ, Greg Bowles with property doctors. They sat down with me on two different occasions and little did they know the things that they were saying and the actions that they took ultimately mm-hmm. helped pick me back up. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget walking out of a meeting with Greg Bowles and he he was really just there to check in with me and he said, "How how's your business? How are you doing? And in talking with him, I very much got off track. I I was in panic mode. So I, I felt like, oh my, I, I need transaction after transaction. I gotta make up for this. Right. What am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. And walking out, I took a breath and I realized I was so focused on the quantity that my quality was lacking. Mm-hmm. I was not I was not focused on taking care of my clients. I was focused on making up for that lost time. And when I took a step back and I started to focus on the quality, that quantity came organically, and it was it was incredible. He'll never know. Maybe now he'll know, he'll know um, now. that he had that impact yeah. on me. It, yeah. But him and MJ both, they, they never knew what they did for me. But I'm internally yeah. grateful.
0: Will you call him today and tell him?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to send him this video. That's awesome. And let him watch it.
0: <laughs> so we could spend hours just on this segment of what you just talked about right there. I'd like to go back and unpack a few things because there's a couple things the audience really ought to pick up on. First you said something around 90 day cycles. And it takes so many of us so long to figure out that what we do today really impacts 90 days from now. That was so powerful. Did you learn that quickly or was it because of the accident you learned because when you stop doing any of your activities your pipeline basically goes away?
1: A, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, it, it certainly impacted my business um, yeah. and I was able to see you know, a, a decline if you will. Right. Um, but coming into it, you know, MJ was very good about educating us and, and mm-hmm. understanding that, you know, although I was very blessed to have success very quickly, um, that's not always the case. And I can't just bank on that always being right. how things go. So I, I knew coming in, you know, that there's times where it may take six months for you to, to really build a pipeline and start right. to, to see that, you know, right. come to fruition. Um, so it was it was very much ingrained in my head. And, yeah. and then having had the accident it quickly became a reality
0: right so you learned it the hard way I did so the other thing you mentioned was you know obviously MJ and Greg were were influencers for you that 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 helped coach and, and develop you in, in terms of your mindset right the models that you follow I yes. mean they they modeled the behavior that you needed and in many cases some of the marketing that you needed to do so th- you know having that resource for you is just probably something you'll never forget
1: invaluable and I am yeah. forever grateful I've been yeah. so blessed
0: so since then what what are the tell us a little bit about your lead generation sources how are you generating leads that fuel your business
1: so I'm um, walking away from that meeting and when I talked about focusing on the quality mm-hmm. and that quantity would come organically I I changed my mindset so um, although you know it, using facebook and some other you know marketing mm-hmm. platforms have been extremely beneficial i really felt like you know our business i may have a client today that won't be a client again for seven years you right. know it, we don't know but if i take care of them and invest in them mm-hmm. they will invest back in me and oh. so i've been really blessed with a great referral business very early on um, both from prospective clients that haven't right. even bought with me, that are sending me to their family and their friends, and right. then you know after closing. So going into this year, I've I've seen a big shift, and about ninety percent of my business has come strictly from referrals.
0: Yeah, you, you know that's the other thing that really impacted me. Uh, I used to work with a fellow Patrick Ferry who who coined the phrase, you know your your presentation uh, needs a met. You have commission breath right because (laughs) so many of us can get chased the commission and the money versus serving the client and what you learned so rapidly was the quality i'm the more i serve you know then i'll get you know what i want i think one of jp's favorite quotes is the uh, the more i help people get what they want you know then then i can get what i want that's
1: exactly right and mj always said from the beginning you cannot treat a client based on the paycheck you know, yeah. you, If you are relying on this deal to close, then you're not going to be 100% invested and focused. And ultimately, my my duty is to my client and taking care of them and doing what's in the best interest of them. If right. I am making decisions or, or giving recommendations based on I need this deal to close because I need that commission, I'm not doing what's best for them. I'm doing what's best for me.
0: Yeah, and we know when that happens, things go wrong. Yes. Wow, so this, this episode is full chock full of some amazing <laughs> stuff, so uh, I'm excited already. Thank you. So, so obviously you're doing a lot of referrals because of your heavy customer service. Are you doing any other lead generation uh, techniques that are working for you?
1: Um, I think just being transparent and, and putting my life out there, both personal and professional, but mm-hmm. um, being invested in social media. I didn't really have a presence on right. Facebook, Instagram, any social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming into real estate, right. but really being transparent because there's so many stigmas, if you will, on on realtors and and what we do and right. how much money we make and how glorious it is. But there's this reality to it, and I think just sharing my story and and being true to who I am mm-hmm. and um, has ultimately helped. So um, I I invest in in Facebook, but also just you know being active on right. social media and and. Being true to who I am, right. um, so uh, you know, Op City, some other things. You know, um, doing co-branding with right. you know some of our preferred partners and stuff has has been successful. But really, I think truly just yeah. being transparent with my story.
0: Well, leveraging uh, the partners is mm-hmm. uh, obviously a great way. You yes. know, we have some great partners. Great partners and and great mutual benefit of helping each other grow. Of course, you know Op City with online leads is a, a great a JPAR resource. So, tell us, um, what's been the, you know, obviously overcoming the accident was significant for you. Yes. Besides that, what's what's been the biggest challenge?
1: The biggest challenge, I think, really is is, you know, and I think everybody says it. It's that roller coaster that we ride of mm-hmm. ups and downs, but keep staying mentally strong. right? And I've had to hold myself accountable. I find myself going through these you know, peaks and valleys, if you will, and you know, again, what we do today ultimately affects us, but I, I implement it, and it's, this is my own little strategy, if you will, but I, I call it to lie, and, okay. and not the lie that we think. But oh, I it's, wanna hear about this, um, to lie, it's, okay. It's lie, L-L-I-E, and it's to listen, learn, implement, and execute. And if I do all those things, I ultimately hold myself accountable to success, if you will.
0: I love it. So what was that? Listen?
1: Listen, learn, take what we learn, and implement a a plan, a policy, a procedure, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. uh, and then ultimately execute that.
0: Execute. Mm -hmm. Wow, I love it.
1: (laughs) So I lie, but not the lie I would think.
0: (laughs) Well, I love it. I, I love what that stands for and what that means and how that obviously keeps you propelled into positive action in, in everything you do. So, if you were gonna share anything with the audience about overcoming a, a major catastrophe uh, and still being mentally strong and staying focused, uh, uh, what, what would you share? What would you tell the audience?
1: You know, it's funny, I get this question a lot. And the truth is, I, I hear so often from newer agents like myself that you know, I, I feel so lost or I, I feel alone. Don't isolate yourself. The worst thing you can do is isolate yourself. And we have the most incredible support, we have the most incredible partners um, and family. It, JPAR right. really has, you know, if you allow to open yourself up, we have so many, you know, programs, no. classes. Y- you should never just sit back and, and wait for business to come right. to you. And there's going to be days where we, Maybe don't have things to do. Maybe we're not out showing clients, but finding a class or going to a networking event, mm-hmm. or you know, other very successful agents are so open to helping others. Mm-hmm. Here, it is not a dog eat dog world yeah. out here, like we like we think, and maybe it is in the industry, but that has not been uh-huh. my case at JPAR. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, you you only are isolated. If you allow yourself to be, and if so. you invest in JPAR the way that they have invested in us, and you become knowledgeable on the support and the classes, there's the sky's the limit. Right. And I think just taking advantage of that, because we can we can be at home behind a computer, and and just question all day long, what should I be doing? There's so much we can do. So I, I really think more than anything don't isolate yourself. If you think you're alone, and I've I've heard agents coming in and agents leaving, I I didn't know what to do. I felt overwhelmed and I I didn't have support. You only don't have it if you isolate yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great advice. What an amazing episode. Lots (laughs) to unpack here. Lots to learn. Thank you for sharing and contributing. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And we'll see you soon on another episode.